to the Eskimos dressing room and bring in quarterback Mike Riley, who joins us. Hey, Mike. How's it going, guys? Uh, it's going pretty well. I mean, uh, talk about the, the end of this football game, back and forth. First off, uh, let's talk about the big play to Brandon Zilstra. Uh, I'm guessing that's not your first read? <laughs> you know, uh, we, we had been working on that play throughout most of camp. Uh, we knew it was a shot play if given the right opportunity. And uh, we had talked about it a couple of drives before, and we were just waiting for the right time to call it. Um, you know, I thought Carson, uh, you know, his work along with Jason and Jordan, um, them game planning together and getting a, a feel for the pulse of the game and understanding when to, to take the shots uh, to put us in a position to be successful. I thought they did a phenomenal job. You know, we were high percentage on the shots that we took deep, and it was because they were calling them at the right times to give us a good chance. Uh, the the team, yeah, I don't want to say you didn't show any quit because you weren't down in the game late, but, I mean, to, to go for it like that and just to have the, the composure just to march the ball down the field like that to get the winning points was, was pretty neat tonight. Yeah, you know, absolutely. The thing I love about this team is is we fight till the very end, you know, and, and we've been that way for a while now, but it was great to see, you know, the young guys really embrace that attitude and the culture that we've been trying to build here for a number of years. You know, the, we had a lot of young guys step up and make great plays offensively, defensively, special teams. And it was it took a team effort to win that game. That's a very good football team that we played against. And they fought just as hard as we did. They fought till the very end, and we knew we were going to get that out of them. Um, you know, we knew it was going to be a slugfest, and it was going to come down to the very end. You know, we, we had the ball last, and uh, and we made it. You know, a few more plays, and we're able to come away with the win. But but that's a that's a West Division battle right there. Sure was. Uh, we're going to hear some numbers now, so I'm going to toss it over to Dave. <laughs> Start time. Yeah, there you go. I'm so excited. <laughs> anyway, take my headphones <laughs> off. <for a> second. <laughs> no, you stay right there. Uh, 71.4% completion percentage. That's very good. 132 point. Uh, three efficiency rating that's very good but i love john white's game too i mean oh, no question. you need john white you need that run game and sometimes it doesn't work out i i, I we you know we've seen enough games and you've played enough games where you, you've seen that scenario but when you're running back at 17 carries for 104 yards in a td that helps no question about it and i think the part that i like the best you know when you're a quarterback you want to throw the ball obviously um, but when you become a little bit of a veteran, you understand that the running game is so necessary to your offense, and it just makes everything that much easier uh, when you can get a good run game established. And we had talked all week about how important the run game was going to be. We made it a big part of our game plan, and there were times throughout the game where they played it well defensively, and we got stuffed, and, and it, that's a credit to our coaches to not abandon that run game, you know, because a lot of times coaches will panic and they'll say, all right, well, screw it. If we're only going to get two yards on first down, we run it. We're just not going to run it anymore. And then the defense can pin their ears back and they got you where they want you. But we continued to stay balanced, um, you know, and it wasn't until later in the game, the third quarter, I think, when John really broke out that big one uh, and put us down in scoring position. So, you know, it was a balanced attack, and that's how we need to be if we want to be successful. Uh, Dave's question comes with stats. We're going to send it over to Blake Dermott now. His question is probably going to involve a story of some sort. Oh, oh, I, perfect. I can't wait. No, I, I was just going to say that uh, what is with you and Calvin McCarty with that one-handed <laughs> one -handed grab? Catch. That is exactly the same yeah. catch you had two years ago, and right? Right here at BC Place at BC as Place well. at yeah. the same angle, yeah. and it was a top I think, 10. I think DSM. the only thing that was different was we were going the other direction. But, oh, I, do, I swear but, that that camera angle, when I saw it on TV, oh, yeah. it was the exact same camera well, angle. It, it may be the same direction. I don't know. All I know is I, I did have a flashback. Like, when I threw it, 
I was like, mm, that's a little bit behind him, but he can make this catch. And then he stuck one hand out, and I was like, come on, dude, you're not going to catch this ball with one hand. <laughs> yeah. And then he caught it, and I was like, all right, now you're just showing off. I know. <laughs> but it was a great catch, and it was a big part of the game. You know, that got us down into the into the red zone as well. Um, you know, but he's, he's very sure-handed. You know, he's a guy that you can definitely rely on, and you can count on him to make the play when you need it done. Well, you had some big plays. Uh, that was a huge play because that obviously helped your uh, uh, completion percentage and everything else uh, that you hate to talk about. And your, uh, <laughs> but but uh, the Brandon Zilstra catch too, where where he turned up field and that was yes. close to being a horrific yeah. uh, hit. And mm-hmm. and he was able to absorb whatever contact that he had. And some of those glancing ones are worse than the full solid one. Yeah. And and then and then. Jump uh, had the wherewithal to jump on the ball. Uh, made a couple right. of big plays for you guys. Yeah, we had playmakers all over the field, but Brandon had a great game. You know, uh, that was a, basically a scramble drill. You know, they covered the front side well. I went to reset to my checkdowns, and they covered that good. And and Brandon's a savvy football player. He saw the open part of the field and took off. Um, you know, and when you're when you're in that situation as a quarterback, you have to determine. A number of things you know as I'm running I can see downfield I can see the guy that's covering him I know he has leverage on that I can see the safety coming downhill and I know he can see everything that's happening so at that point you know it's hard sometimes you try to judge whether you can safely get the ball in there to complete it but also whether you can protect your guy uh, when he catches the ball and yeah. I, you know Brandon did a great job it, it was definitely in that gray area where you know, you understand, like, hey, we need this for the play for our team, for our offense, but, you know, this is going to be close. And, and the defender came down and made a clean hit, but Brandon's a tough dude. And, uh, you know, that was a, another big play uh, for this game. You could pick out probably a dozen plays that could have been turning points had they not worked out how they did. Well, last thing I just wanted to say is has um, Duke Williams, um, as his play, um, are people starting to say, who is Darrell Walker? Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean as, as good well, as Darrell Walker is and was and everything else, Duke Williams has been putting up some pretty impressive numbers. Yeah, and you know, he's done some really nice things. No doubt. Duke is a, a very good football player. You know, everybody needs to understand Duke is very young, too. Yeah. And uh, Duke's going to continue to be brought along uh, with the plan that our staff has. And, and that's that's for the betterment of him, which ultimately makes us a better team, too. So Duke is going to be very capable of doing a lot of different things. Um, but if you overload somebody at a new level of football and a completely new game to him, really, um, you're not going to get as much out of it as you could. So I think he's done a great job of being prepared to do what's asked of him. He's made plays. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just extremely proud of him because, uh, you know, I remember talking to him after the first couple of days of camp and, and really having a conversation with him in the evening and then a follow-up conversation the next day that really impressed me and I was just, you know, that's one thing, but you hope for that type of guy to have success. And so right now he's just a humble kid that works hard um, and he's helping our football team win games. So he's going to continue to get better as he learns more and more about this league and this game. Um, and he's got the best in the league to learn from in Adarius Bowman. Sure. And so, uh, you know, that's a pretty pretty lucky situation to find yourself in. Mike, I don't throw stats at you very often, but <laughs> Brooklyn's 1-0. Brooklyn's 1-0. Uh, you know what? That is true. She uh, she made her first appearance to a live game. Um, I'm going to have to be paying for more tickets for her to travel to all the other away games, too, I guess. Because uh, she's at all the home ones, but, you know, we're trying to keep the road streak alive, too. So I'm going to, you know, she's the good luck charm for now, I guess. But uh, I don't know if she even stayed awake through the whole thing. But um, it was pretty loud in here, so we'll see. All right, Mike, congrats on tonight. Thanks for your time, as always. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Mike. All right, Mike Crowley down inside the Eskimo dressing room. And his daughter, Brooklyn, born last year in November.